0: time for us to take a drive together called the Drive at Five. All of those stories driving headlines, we've got them for you all lined up and ready to go. 506 on the 3rd of January, an imam was shot and critically wounded outside his mosque in Newark, New Jersey this morning. The shooting happened about 615 at South Orange Avenue and Camden Street in Newark. The city spokesperson said the person who shot the imam is uh, at the, uh, excuse me, is now at the Masheed Muhammad Newark, a person who answered the door at the mosque, tells NBC New York that the victim is Imam Hassan Sharif. The attorney general says the shooting does not appear to be motivated by bias at a time when bias uh, incidents against members of the Muslim community are on the rise. We know that this act of gun violence will heighten fears and concerns in our state is what the attorney general said in a statement. They are looking at every possible angle and every single lead will be fully investigated. Court documents that will make public the names of more than 150 people tied to a settled lawsuit involving the late financier and accused sex offender Jeffrey Epstein are expected to be released as soon as today. That, according to a spokesman for federal court, the U.S. District Judge, saying last month the materials should be released after January 1st. However, the judge did delay whether to release documents associated with those who have objected to... To the disclosure of their names until a later date. Now, in one case, an attorney for J. Doe 107 asked Preska, the judge, for clarification on December 20th of whether the name of a client would be unsealed. The attorney said his client lives in a, quote, culturally conservative country out. Side the united states and is in fear of her name being released the judge asked for information supporting that claim some names in the documents may already be public in the sprawling case and are expected to include known associates of epstein and the alleged sexual abuse victims to tokyo now where the investigation is underway As to what happened when a large passenger plane collided with a Japanese Coast Guard aircraft on a runway and burst into flame. The transport officials and police starting separate investigations. The question is, why was the smaller Coast Guard aircraft, which is a Bombardier Dash 8 on the same runway as the Japan Airlines Airbus A150 that had nearly 400 people on board? We've recovered the voice recorders and the flight recorders for the Coast Guard plane, said the senior investigator with the Japan Transport Safety Board, adding that they were still looking for the black box from the other plane. Police started a separate inquiry into the possible professional negligence. One spokesperson said that a team of officers were conducting interviews and investigating runway 34 right where the planes collided, according to Reuters, but they declined to comment on whether they were looking into possible professional negligence in the case. Senator John Fetterman of here in Pennsylvania revives his call for the expulsion of a fellow Senate member. As he is reiterating the call for the expulsion of Senator Bob Menendez from New Jersey, a fellow Democrat, after a federal grand jury filed a second superseding indictment against Menendez. Now accused of selling his honor and our nation for a $24,000 watch, said Fetterman. Accused of a foreign agent for two nations. How much more before we finally expel Senator Menendez, question mark? said Fetterman. He did that just hours after the new indictment was handed down. According to it, Menendez helped a New Jersey developer secure a multi-million dollar investment from a company linked to Cutter by making several statements supporting the country. The indictment says Menendez sent the developer text messages discussing the alleged scheme. Maersk halts Red Sea shipping until further notice after another militant attack happened within the last 24 hours. The Danish ship company, shipping company, putting a pause to all shipping through the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden until further notice after one of its vessels came under attack from militants. The decision by the Danish shipping giant extends the 48-hour pause implemented Sunday In immediate aftermath of the attack, we have made the decision to pause all transits through the Red Sea Gulf of Aden until further notice, the company said. Oil prices volatile on Tuesday. They jumped early in the day and then they pulled back. The head of global commodity strategies for RBC Capital Markets said oil prices do not reflect the increase in tensions because traders are not convinced that a major supply disruption is on the horizon right now. Job openings nudged lower in November, down to 1.4 per available worker. It was as high as 2 to 1 for a while. Demand for workers fell to its lowest level in more than two and a half years, while hirings and layoffs both moved lower, according to the Labor Department. The department's job openings and labor turnover survey showed employment listings nudging lower to $8.79 million. In addition to the modest move lower in openings, hiring was down by 363000 They also looked at layoffs. They dropped by $116,000. A report last month from the Labor Department showed a net increase of non-farm payrolls of 199,000 in November. They're expecting the next report to come out on Friday. At least five state capitol complexes in the U.S. forced to evacuate this morning due to bomb threats. One of them was in Georgia, where an elections official with the Office of the Secretary of State Put out around 8.30 that there had been a bomb threat at the Georgia State Capitol. In Kentucky, Governor Andy Brashear writing on X that 10.30 this morning, the state police had evacuated the state capitol, investigating a threat received by the Secretary of State's office. Also seeing other reports from Michigan in Lansing, a bomb threat at the state capitol this morning. And the same goes for the Department of Public Safety, the state capitol in Mississippi and in Montana, where a spokesperson for the State Highway Patrol confirmed that officials received a bomb threat targeting the state capitol at 8.30 local time this morning in Big Sky Country. There could be some changes, and uh, now here they are. Some people who park at Pittsburgh International Airport are going to be paying more to leave their car as the new year is ringing in with parking rates as much as 20% higher for some travelers who do not pay online. As it faces more competition from off-site rivals, the daily rate for short-term parking garage, the one closest to the terminal is going up $4 up to $36 the daily rate for the economy lot, which is the one farthest from the terminal jumps by dollars. It's now up to $12 a day. Travelers who plan ahead and reserve their parking in advance online can reduce or avoid the increase altogether depending on where they park. Allegheny County Airport Authority, which operates Pittsburgh International, maintained that it was raising the rates in an effort to, quote, manage capacity, end quote, in the short term and the economy lots because those are the ones that fill up most rapidly. The goal, it stated, is to better spread demand across all lots. Despite the speculation to the contrary, the airport will continue to offer a discounted rate to travelers who have permits to park in spaces reserved for those with disabilities too, according to the authority. That is today's drive at 5. Those are the stories driving headlines. It's coming up on 5:15 on this the 3rd day of January.